Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to our first ever podcast at Moonfruit Inc. I am Frank Bellaccio, and with me are my two favorite guys to coach with Chief Bear Ghost. What's up, everybody? Dan and Tilly, and my arguably favorite better of all time, Andy Calvado. I'm here. I'm here. So, Dan, so Andy, news is broke. As of supposedly 2022, there's being a motion put in place to change the playoff format. What do we think about this? I am out. 100% out. 14 postseason teams is too many. Andrew, your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's just, uh, obviously baseball's looking at a lot of new ideas, but this one just doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, that's going to be extremely taxing on arms, especially. I mean, think about it. It's just it's just absurd because they're going through years, like the whole year of pitching a lot of innings in general. That's a lot to put on an arm when they don't throw it. Like people, when we play baseball, we don't throw the right way. It's obviously a lot of stress on the arm. Well, and you got 100-mile-an-hour heaters, wipeout sliders, and all the stress that you get on the arm. Over 162 games, you're adding in another three-game set for wild card, then fives, then sevens. Uh, pitchers are already breaking down at a record pace. Why are we adding more stress? Yeah, I mean, Tommy uh, Tommy John's kind of pretty much at an all-time high right now. Am I wrong? Nope. Tommy John could not be at a higher level from youth baseball up. Andy? Yeah, to piggyback off what Dan said, I mean... You know, the season is so grueling to begin with. You look at all all sports, you know, now you're you're adding games at the end, you're just kind of increasing your chances of injury. And, you know, to deflate the MLB's point of, you know, trying to engage more fans by elongating the playoff process, now you start putting your, your star players, which the MLB relies on for revenue in jeopardy of injury. Uh, well, I don't know if the MLB is looking to engage more fans as much as they're trying to get more money out of these fans. Mm-hmm. Playoff price is already astronomical. Why not add, you know, six, seven more games to it? It's fair to say they make a, not a good chunk of their revenue, but like they make a decent revenue strictly just off postseason baseball, right? I mean... Well, let's just look at postseason apparel. Yeah. Postseason apparel is more expensive than regular season apparel, and you can't even get your regular season apparel once October 1st hits. No, now you had two more teams that mix. Four more teams. Four more teams. Four more teams. Um. So, what do we think they should do as opposed to this? Like, should we keep it the same? Should we change it up? I mean, it's been going good since they ended this wild card round. I like the wild card round, but I like to make the wild card round the best of three. Okay, so then w- would you make the ALDS the best of seven? No. And just go seven, seven, seven? Nope. I'd go with three, five, seven, seven. seven, seven. Okay. Andy? Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. You know, plus, you know, you look at these these wild card matches and a lot of times, you know, you have a team that sneaks in there. I mean, for the last few years now, these wild card teams, or at least the bottom half of that wild card team, have been teams that just sneak in. They're really not Prime a Prime example of the Nationals. Exactly. They're really not a, a playoff contender year in and year out. They have their bounce back years and, you know, floater years. So I think, you know, we want to see more of those teams, but not just for one game. I also don't think the Nationals were even the best team in the wild card game. 
They had one good inning. And it happened to have, it, ha- it happened to come down to the guy replacing Yelich in right field, obviously. Yep. So, uh, what, well, I like your idea with the three games because if you're going to that wild card game, you're going to throw your ace, and then you're going into the ALDS. You have to put your ace game three. I mean, it levels the playing field um, among the wild card teams. It it gives you the better team. Yeah. Also, you know you don't have you don't have one game matchups in the regular season. No. It's sets of three, sets of four. And and if you're going in a wild card game, if you're going ace versus ace, from I mean, if you think about it, are you really looking at it as a nine game, or are you looking at it for who has that one breakdown inning? Exactly. Well, it's also it's who has a better bullpen. It's ace versus ace, but at the same time, it's five innings of ace versus ace for the most part. There aren't a lot of years that we've had Keiko just go out and shove for seven plus against the Yankees and, and see New York. Mm-hmm. Or, but then we've had Syndergaard, uh, not Syndergaard, uh, Bumgarner, and uh, against the Mets where they had a pitcher's duel through. Nine innings, and then... Joe Panic. It was Panic's home run. Mm-hmm. So. Off uh, Senor Familia. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, spoken like a true Mets fan. Yeah, and I'm not even a Mets fan. Yeah. I think Frank's coming around. Frank's starting to realize well, the Red, the to Red fair, Sox. To be fair, as a Mets fan, you should be very grateful for the Red Sox. Mm. Yeah. Because you would have one world championship if it were not for the Red Sox. That's right. Oh, fucking Buckner. Well, see, that's fucked up because it's not Buckner. It's not. Hurdy's a great guy, though. We just put that so, out there. Hurdy's a great no, guy. Look, okay. The problem with that, as even though this happened prior to my existence on this planet, all of ours. Yes, my father did mention to me that Buckner was always out at the end of the game. They put Stapleton in because he was younger and was better defensively than Buckner. And he had two legs. Yes, Buckner did not have two legs. So, all right, guys. Well, I mean, this is open for us now. So, what do we want to chime in about? Uh, I mean, let's let's talk. Uh, let's go with a little division winner prediction. Let's get off. Come on, come on, hop. All right, where are we still? Do we want to start AL and how we want to do? Let's start out AL East. Uh, <laughs> well, we know who's not gonna win the yeah. AL East. Yes. Yeah. Um, it will not be the Toronto Blue Jays. Wow. I'm, 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 wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're gonna have a hot year, but no better than third place. I think their fourth place team. They they need arms to develop. Okay, so let me ask you this. Vladdy Jr. had all the hype coming up last year. What kind of year does he have? I think Vladdy Jr. gives you 25 pumps, 80 ribbies, hits around 290. Okay. And I think he shows a lot of improvement defensively because it sounds like he found a weight room. I heard. I heard he never lifted a weight a day in his life until this first offseason for him. With a wagon like that, he never picked up a weight. My God. Okay, so who has a better year, Hammer Bow or Cavan? Oh, flow time. Absolutely. What do you got for Bow? Oh, man. I think he's going to hover around 300. Maybe he might surprise you, put together a 310 season. I see him probably in the two hole. So he's going to set the table for Vlad. Okay. Who you got leading off then? Goriel? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Get somebody on base for the guy. Okay. Andy, what do you think about that? No, nah, definitely back up that Blue Jays train. I, I, I think they have an impactable year. As a Met fan, you know, I uh, can't say I can't put the Yankees on top. 
So, uh, well, I, I think the Rays win the division. I think the Yankees have an injury plague collapse. Well, they already get lost packs until July. Is that a loss? That's kind of like a foregone conclusion with him because he's been on the DL eight times since his debut. And Aaron Hicks is out. Yeah. Does Judge get hurt and does Stanton get hurt? Yes. Yes. Yep. Is it significant of an injury to impact their season or is it like little naggy ones that just pop up like two, three times this year? I think Stanton is going to have some sort of muscle issue because the man cannot stop lifting weights. You would think one would after... Nope, he's just going to keep lifting all of them. <laughs> because with that swing, you need all the strength you can get. I, I've never seen an uglier swing. Well, that's eh. not entirely true. We work with kids every day. But, that's right. Um, this is going to really kill me to say this. But yes, they, they will. the Yankees will win the division. I don't agree. I think the Yankees are going to finish close behind. But I think the Rays have just been... So consistent with their approach. That's fair. And the players are buying in, even though they do ridiculous things. Like trading Hunter Renfro for Tommy Pham, or trading Tommy Pham for Hunter Renfro, when they are statistically almost identical. Yeah. I mean, I still think Renfro could provide some thump. Not that Pham couldn't, and I think Pham's, in my opinion, Pham's a better player. Well, Pham's a better defender, and he's a base runner, but... As a Cardinal fan, I am not a Tommy Pham guy. That's interesting. Uh, I was not upset when Tommy Pham got traded because Tommy Pham is not a team guy. Were you upset that Jose Martinez got traded? No, Jose Martinez does not have a position, and we do not have a DH yet. So, it's fair. You happy with the return, though? I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, very happy with the return because they got a lot of tradable pieces. Now. 99 from the left side looks really good. And uh, what's, his, what's his fucking name? Libby. Yeah, that guy's pretty good. But, um, all right, so you got the Rays. I got the Yanks. What, are you taking a raise? I'm taking the Blue Jays. Wow. 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 Well, you can sign us up for things that are never going to fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> how, how bad are my socks going to be this year, realistically? Um, they're not the worst team in the league. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be as bad as people think. Who has a better but, season, the Orioles or the Red Sox? All right, let's 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 pump the brakes there, pal. <laughs> I mean, if they're playing in double A, yeah. the oh Orioles would be competitive. However, this is the Grandes, so they will be building the basement. They're still not yeah. even in the basement. <laughs> nah, I, what I saw today, the Sox are projected at page 86 wins. Well, and that, that's the thing is, as Red Sox fans... There was a complaint that 2019 was this horrible season and disappointment. You've got a World Series hangover where you started your pitchers throwing a month later because they pitched a month later into the postseason. Exactly. They racked up a ton of high-stress innings, and sometimes that shit just fucking happens. Especially with two injury-prone pitchers. Technically three in the the recent years of Mm -hmm. Price, but Salem Evaldi, very injury-prone. Well, and Nate Evaldi has never been the model of consistency. No, 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 no. So that contract was a little ridiculous. I, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. I, I, for me, it was like, okay, we got this guy at the deadline, and he kind of shoved it mm-hmm. up people's ass down the end of the, towards the end of the year, like that middle end of September, and then took it into the playoffs as his rover role. I watched him throw live in 2018 against uh, fucking Bieber. At Fenway. And Bieber was impressive, but 
Avoldi, Avaldi was fucking on another level that night. It's it, it's weird with him because there's days he's he could be the best pitcher in the league, and there's days he could just be the most mediocre guy I've ever seen. Yep. But I guess like the contract, I guess is just. It's another reason why I'm, I'm I question Dombrowski being allowed to offer these contracts out and then just canning them. But well. If they if they weren't going to go long term with Dombrowski, they shouldn't have allowed him to make these long term deals. Exactly. The sale extension, the Devaldi contract. In hindsight, you could think if they never offer sale the extension, you could have gotten it much cheaper. Yep. Or you would have just gotten a much better Chris Sale. Yeah. Pretty much. Or you're, we're not even having this discussion of him of them not being good. Per se, because you still have Marcus Betts on your fucking team. Mm. I don't know about all that. I don't think they were prepared to offer him the extension he was looking for. No, he was asking for too much. Not not too much. Not, well, let, let me rephrase. He's asking for too many years. Yes. And nobody's getting a 12-year deal. I mean, let's be real. So. You want to go AL Central? Yeah. Or NL East? AL Central. Let's say AL, AL. Yeah, let's go AL. Well, I think it kind of, I'll say this, I think it kind of starts and stops with the Twins. Oh, yeah. I think they had one of the better off-seasons of any team in the majors. Well, they brought the ring. And when you bring the fucking ring to the team that already led the bigs in homers. And they needed a better baseman. They needed a corner in the field, but they definitely filled that void. Well, what they did was they, they took a position of mediocrity with a hole at first base and turned them both into strengths. Yeah, pretty much. Sano can catch it. He can't fucking throw it. Nope. And he's big enough to keep anything hit at him in front of him. Oh, and he's, he also hits the ball really fucking hard. And really far. Yeah. Those two usually go hand in hand. Yeah. So, I really like what the Twins did. Now, do we like the trade for Maeda and the signings of Rich Hill and Homer Bailey? We do. Um... Considering Hill's going to... Wait, do you have TJ too? No. He had some other fucking thing. Yeah. But he, it's basically for him, them, it's like, okay, they're getting a deadline acquisition from in-house. Yep. And they also... The Twins have also led the league in off-season arrests with Rich Hill. Good old Dick Mountain thrown down with the Patriots security team. Yes, he did. Oh, apparently just popped up. Charlie Morton is undecided on pitching beyond 2020. Hmm. Well, Chucky Morton's been undecided for... He Quite. wasn't sure if he was going to pitch after the series. Then he was like, I'll go to Tampa. Sure, I'll take it's my... It's retirement home. Yeah, it's my retirement contract. Nobody comes out to watch us play. There's not a lot of pressure. Came out and shoved it up everybody's ass. We have 3,800 fans a night. They're oh. in a fucking dome in it's Florida. Like playing indie ball and air conditioning. <laughs> got, 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 got guys moving on the catwalk at all times. <laughs> Uh, are you in agreement with Sir Andy over here of the Twins? 100%. Cleveland yeah. got worse. Yeah, and they're eventually going to have to trade Frankie Bendor if they don't sign him, which is... Uh, see, they might be taking the steps to sign him, moving Kluber. Yeah. Uh, but I think the first half of the season will tell us all we need to know about the next five years of the Indians. Yeah. It, it's, they're kinda... if, they, if they somehow hang around then they're going to hang around. But if they fall behind early, Clevenger's gone. 
They'll look to trade Bieber. They'll look to trade Frankie Lindor, Joe Ram. They'll look to unload and try to stock up on prospects and start this shit all over again. Yeah. But there's a reason they haven't won in 80-something years. And it's not Tito's fault or Millsy. Nope. No. Do we like what the White Sox did? We do, but the White Sox are... They're just not there yet. No, they're... They're they're getting there. They're in the same boat as the Blue Jays, in my opinion. Yeah. They have a couple quality leaders. They have a shit ton of young talent. That's almost ready to. They're like And their their arms are getting there, but they're not there yet. I still think they got fucking a haul for Adam Eaton. You get a guy like Gioletto for yeah. Adam Eaton. Like, come on. But uh we writing everybody else off. AL Central besides maybe the White Sox. Tigers, Royals. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Kansas City, nice nice stadium, just not not good ball team. It's a nice yard. Nice yard, not going to lie. Uh, AL West. AL West. Well, I think, you know, obviously you can go on and on and on about the Astros and how their season might unfold. You know, so that puts the A's at the top, mathematically. If the Astros do fall back from all this, but it's a matter of how far do they fall back. I Are we guess. hopping the A's already in, in, up there after what the Angels did this offseason? Yes. I Who are the so. Angels? What's the Angels starting rotation? I'll wait. Exactly. Okay. Cause, especially because they just lost lost Stripling. But I think this, in, this division will actually be very interesting. If you're going off the basis that the Astros are going to fall off the map, if you're just, if that's your consensus that the Astros are going to fall off the map this year. Then it's the A's division to lose. How much so better? I'm not willing to go on. But, go but see, here's my thing. How much better do the Rangers get? Not really. I mean, the Rangers... They see, got Kluber. The Rangers can be a problem. Soon. No. This year, the Rangers can be a problem. Because the A's lead the league in pitchers on the DL. Fair. Every year. I think they had fucking... Manaya didn't pitch till September, and he was their starting guy in the wild. Manaya, Graveman, fucking... If, you, if you're a starting pitcher for the A's, you spend at least a month on the DL. Yeah. That's that's synonymous. I agree. Um, as far as... Well, who do you think are big contributors to the Rangers? Because, like, I think besides getting Kluber, their biggest bat was fucking Todd Frazier. Joey Gallo. Well, no, he's, I, I'm, I'm saying... But, but you, you look at the guys they have, and they're opening a new ballpark, right? Todd Frazier is going to be a utility guy. He's going to play some third. He's going to play some first. I think the, Angel, the the Rangers are one of those teams that their pitching staff overperforms. Mike Ryder. Lance Lynn. Yeah, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn throws 100 fucking 120 pitches a game. 108 of them are fucking fastballs. Not wrong. And these guys can't fucking barrel them up. It's like Bartolo Colon. Essentially. Yeah. So... Um, you know, if the Angels can somehow find arms or figure or their young guys put it together, if Dylan Bundy all of a sudden becomes a serviceable number three guy, you're they're they're likely to run away with that division, assuming the Astros fall off. Fall off. I mean, realistically, I think the Astros are still the top of the division based on the talent of their baseball players. Really interesting to see their splits this year. Yeah, but I'm also, you know, I, I have my questions about Altuve and his swing playing if he doesn't know what's coming. 
It's fair. Bregman's a stud. Yeah. There's no two ways about that. Springer's real streaky. Yeah, but Springer is what Springer is. Yeah. He's a he's a high level defender. When he hits, he fucking hits. When he doesn't, he doesn't. You feel the backswing. If listen, if Correa can st- stay healthy, he's uh, a problem. Good luck with that, dude. He's been trying to stay healthy the last three years. I would, you know, if I'm if I'm Houston, I'm switching Bregman and Correa. You're making the, the I'm switch. putting Correa at third base and taking some of the stress off of him. It's fair. And we've been saying this for how long, Yildi? Uh, probably what? since since Bregman came up. About day three of Bregman's career as a yeah. third baseman. What kind of year does Jordan have? Full year in the bigs. There are some baseballs that are going to be fucking punished. Is he in the train? Uh, I think he is. <laughs> My boys in Houston will be I'm a little happy. disappointed that uh, El Oso Blanco is not there anymore. It's a good dude, man. It sucks. Great beard. Yeah, great beard. Uh, yeah, what was it? Speaking of him, uh, he played against my college, actually, when he was... 35 back. years old? Yes. <laughs> Little Robbie P said he had the most impressive round of BP he has ever witnessed. Granted, he's 35. Have you seen the man? His forearms are twice the size of ours. That's right. We do not have small forearms. No, no, no joke. Before four times the size of mine. Don't worry about it. I'll put. So... I think the AL West, as always, is a toss-up because... Mm-hmm. Oakland is a team that is Does what they never do. in it, but they're never out of it either. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, it's, you know, they just, you know, and, and they did last year without Chris Davis performing well. But did you've he still got, hit two forty seven again? I don't think he did. It's a shame. What a streak! But you've got Matt Chapman, Chap A, elite defender, and he can swing the stick a little bit. You had guys like. Uh, what, Lariano in center field? Yeah, but, you know, he performed at a pretty much league average offensive yeah. level. and Yeah, he did some cool shit defensively. Oh, but, yeah. But he's like the reincarnation of Johannes Cespedes. That guy. Let me uh, go fracture my ankle being chased by a boar. Is, is Cespedes still alive, man? Apparently. I heard he's really, really, really out of shape. I, I've been hearing that been having a great offseason that the Mets have something to look forward to. But then again, that's just the propaganda they feed us Mets fans. Didn't he nah. say he was hitting 52 pumpies this year? That's aggressive. You got the polar bear over there. Like, can you imagine both of them just fuck around and hit 50? And still finish in third place? Yeah, probably. Speaking of them. Uh, let's, let's finish with the A's real quick. So, Oakland is... It's a question of how healthy can they stay. If Oakland can stay healthy, they can give the Astros a run for their money. They give the Astros a run for their money every year. But let's see what the Astros are without Garrett Cole and without banging on the trash can. Can Granky pitch in the AL? Granky won a Cy Young in the AL. Well, that was when he was younger. He had, he had 96 in the tank. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Greg, he can fucking pitch. Okay. The AL West has some large ballparks. It's fair. And, you know, he gets to pitch in Safeco. True. Not wrong. Not wrong. And Oakland. Oakland's a fucking graveyard. Yep. Except for Chris Davis. Well, Chris Davis can hit balls out of the 07. <laughs> so, our picks are 
Or just a toss up? Uh, no, I'm staying with the Astros. Astros. I uh, think I'm going with the A's. I think Verlander. I think it's still the Astros, yeah. Verlander with some young talent around him, they'll be okay. You gotta uh, remember they're getting the colors back this year too. Well, depending so on what they're getting. Curveballs in a row. Yeah, that just screams Tommy John again. Well, you know, they have they have more depth than the A's. More major league ready depth. Yeah. I agree with or that. Or major league tested depth, I should say. Because, you know, but I, I have to go with the Astros. Um, you got too many guys that have been there before. Yep, I agree. So, we go in NL East now? Let's go with the NL East. And we're going to let you start this New off. York Mets, next division. What we got? NL Central? Wow, wow, wow. We're just going to write off the world champs. Let's go right to reality here. Now that we've heard from our Mets fan. I think, uh, I think it's, Mets ex- it's the Bravos. I would have to agree with that. Um, you heard it here first. The Washington Nationals will not be repeating no, as no. World Series champions. No, they won't. Um, Rendon is too big of a hit. Yep. Yep. Carried him through the postseason. It's tough to replace a guy like that. But Juan Soto is goddamn electric. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine all the kids... Backyard, just staring people down. Rag ball. Mm. Do a wiffle ball. Hit a bomb, carry it back to first. First base. Just do it because it's cool. Um, brought Strasburg back, obviously. So Yeah, but... It's just... He's know, a guy that just screams inconsistent. No, it's, always it's not inconsistent. Max Scherzer... You got Max Scherzer, who is on the wrong side of his career. Fair. Still electric, but... Yes, great stuff. But is he making 34 starts this year? I don't think so. What do you got him at? 28. Pulled neck neck muscles? It's going to be a neck or a back or something. Maybe. Let's hope he doesn't break his nose bunting again. Yeah. Does Corbin have a better year? No. No, Corbin has one fucking pitch. You'll change piece? No, the slider. Eh, he's got a good change up too. Yeah, but <clears throat> this is the Grandes we're talking about. It's true. It's true. Corbin's stuff, I don't think, is good enough to live on one pitch. It's actually it's funny that you say that because he was way more effective out of the pen last year mm-hmm. in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I think a good question for the NL East is how many games behind Marlins big. They were 40 games behind last year. Well, they signed some guys that actually played in the big leagues this year. My good God. <laughs> My good God. Uh, they also lost some guys that played in the big leagues. So we're back at 40. Yeah, like, uh, you know, Curtis Granderson going off to that old retirement home. That's right. Going off into the sunset. Former Metropolitan. Mm. What a time it was. Mm. It indeed was a time. Uh, I would rank that team third all decade. Which team? Uh, Mets. The Mets Granderson years. Uh, Mets Granderson. Third all decade. All decade, yep. That would be behind, obviously, the 2015 Mets. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Who are you going to compete with that team? Uh, I mean, I, I might have a team in mind, but... I, mean, I, I might go with the 2011 Cardinals. 
I mean, I, I could I could pick the best team of the decade, but nah. you would see a team rally around the San Francisco guys. No, no, no. Peg, the best team of the decade was the 2018 <laughs> Boston Red Sox. Uh, I mean, can't I argue. Guess. That, that's they've had the most wins in the decade in that year in any specific season. But 118 wins city, if you include the playoffs. Have they lifted a city in a losing championship quite like the Mets? I mean, they did win well, a I mean, championship when the Boston bombing happened in 13. Mm. I don't want to go down that road. Yeah, let's let's stay off that one. Just our first, just saying. Yeah, our first here podcast. Let's stay off that. Nah, one. fuck it, do it live. Let's go, baby. Uh, I think we shouldn't ruffle too many feathers when we're talking about terrorist attacks. New York versus Boston. It's fair. But They're not the same decade, however. Thank you. Uh, losing a championship to rally the world around you That's after right. a terrorist attack, unfortunately, has to go to the New York Yankees. Arguably the biggest jokers I've ever met in my life. Anyway. Uh, I mean, really, though? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about how that World Series happened. Where Mariano Rivera threw a perfect pitch, sawed Luis Gonzalez... He sawed his bat into 378 pieces, and somehow it snuck through. They just pushed us before the game, man. Come on. I guess. Or his little HGH. I, I mean, hey, to each their own, right, Daniel? Indeed. Whatever gets you the ring. In a day that we live where sign stealing is a thing, and it leads to a lot of rings. Tired of the science. <laughs> Everyone fucking does it. Everybody does it. Not to the extent of the Astros, but well, that's a whole different. They had a fucking guy whose entire job was to figure that shit out. The dark arts. Yeah. I felt like I was watching fucking Harry Potter. I thought we were gonna stay off this fucking thing. Let's right. let's move let's on. Let's get off it. All right. So the All Bravos. Right. The Bravos. Yes. Metropolitan. Jesus Christ. Big year coming. Big year coming. Big year out of Steve Matz. That's right. 20-win season for Steve Matz. Well, haven't we projected 20-win seasons for Steve Matz in like, like three years? Me? No. Damn. No, I'm shocked, shocked when he makes 20 starts in the Grandes. <laughs> Big year coming. Everybody's sleeping on us. Uh, Daniel, I'm, I take it you're going to take your Cardinals in the NL Central? Uh, I am indeed. Yeah? Actually, there is a team that almost scares me. Oh, I, I believe I know I, which team I, you're oh, talking about. I know about. it. I know it. Uh, you want to say on the count of three? One, One, two, two three, three Reds. <laughs> Glad to see you guys are on the same page. However, I am not afraid of the team that got their World Series win out of the way. The Cubs hit their World Series quota. They're done for a while. They, they got about, you know, 9,900 years until we have to worry about that again. So we're going with Francis's pick. We are going to say the Reds would scare me if they, if they had guys that... Uh, Learned how to pitch out of the bullpen. And had a DH. Well, yeah, that would also make a lot more sense because <laughs> I am not the guy that sold on uh, Moustakis at the old 2B. Yeah. That means the beers are coming. Beers are the team you're scared no, of? No, the beers do not fear. I do not fear the beers. Are you scared of the Pirates? No, I'm, the, oh, the Reds are the okay, team. Just make it short. Uh, uh. You just said you would be scared of them, so I thought They're I was They're the wrong. team that would scare me. Okay, but as a loyal fan, I am not afraid. I, I think the, the moves the Beers made in the offseason or didn't make, losing Grandal hurts. Oh, yes. Because I don't even know who their fucking catcher is going to be. No, some guy. You won't see his face. No, he wears a mask. That's right. 
I think Josh Hader is going to have a down year. Uh, yeah, he's been used at an alarming rate. Not only that, but in terms of relievers, you, you judge a reliever on three years. And he's had two very good ones. One eh. Well, no, this is year three. So we're predicting eh. Uh, we're predicting that he has a year much like Jeremy Jeffers had last year. It's fair. Which is I Jeffers think, looked good in the first half, but he just got burnt out. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I, I, I don't see Hater being able to live at 96 and overpower guys. There's way too much video and way too much data on a guy that has thrown as many fucking pitches as he has. It's fair. It's very fair. So I'm going to bring up this question to you both. And you and I talked about this when I got here at work tonight. And I wrote, I wrote it on my blog tonight at a talk with a, sports talk with a jabroni. Uh, Fucking your brother. That's me. Not if, but when will Sir Christopher Bryant be moved? Uh, right around the deadline. I, I, I put in the article that I have him being moved to the deadline. I think the Cubs crash and burn under David Ross. Um, I think Ross was is a good pick for a manager. Just not just in this situation. Not, right. Not he, a manager that is best friends with his players is going to be a problem. Yeah. Are you aware how many guys are free agents after next year on the Cubs? I am not, but I know it's a lot. Okay, so there's one Christopher Bryant. Mm-hmm. There's one Javier Baez. Yep. The the current face of their franchise, one Anthony Rizzo. Mm. And the big Indiana-born Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber's gone. Okay, and well, there's one more. One Wilson Contreras is a free agent after 2022. So cross that bridge when they come to it. That's that's I think that's your five first five hitters in your lineup. It is your best five hitters. It's your best five players. Yep. So and John Lester's got to be up soon. Yes, he is. Because he's what like sixty five years old. Yeah, and he's still mowing people down somehow. And he's not not an alarming rate. Exactly. I don't know. I don't get it. But my question to you both: Do we? Do they try and pay Chris Bryant? Because the report came out that they offered him two fifty. And That's I was a joke. I was crunching the numbers, obviously, because I'm psychotic in the head. There was seven six guys paid to have a higher AAV than him. Three being Machado Arenado and Rendon. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other t- two other ones are the bringer of rain. And one is Matt Carpenter. Just making, he's making point, point four. The Carpenter's off the books. Yeah. And there's one, oh, Bregman. So, Bryant's getting 18.6. Carp, uh, Carpenter's getting 19. Donaldson's at 23, Bregman's at 20. And the big three, Machado at 30. Arenado's at 32. And what's Rendon's at 34, 36? Somewhere in there. So, I, I, I said if... Bryant actually has like a healthy year because he faltered at the end of last year. He had 260 second half of the year. And Bryant did not have a good year. No, his numbers were skewed. He hit 290 in the first half and had 17 bombs. The year before, it was injury plagued. But if Bryant can just stay healthy and do what he did in the first three years, what does a contract look like for a guy like that compared to the top three guys that are making over $30 million a year? You're going to see Bryant... I think you see Bryant end up in the... Just Donaldson over Machado? Not, no, you don't have him getting 30 mil? 
He's not. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the things Machado has. It's fair. Stays on the field for one. Not only that, but Machado can play shortstop in a pinch. I think he's in that twenty-three to twenty-seven kind of range. My thing was that he's shown versatility. Obviously, it might be to be Joe Madden. He's shown versatility, but I think to a detriment. You think that affected his health? No, I think that it's affected his offensive production. That's fair. That's fair. I think a guy like Bryant needs to show up to the ballpark and know he's batting third and playing third base. That's fair. Or playing left field. Just give him a spot and let him stick there. Yeah. Okay. Because if you have to worry about playing two or three different positions, you have to do two or three positions worth of work. Yeah. Takes away from hitting. Yeah. That's one way to look at it. I didn't think of it like that. It's also It also can affect his health because it's an extra 35, 40 minutes of reps he has to take. Body source and tire. tire. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where do we think he gets moved to? Obviously, this can change the deadline with certain teams in it, certain teams not in it. I mean, granted, he's got two years, not just one. So they're, the way I look at it for the Cubs, they got to cash in while they can yep. so you don't get a Mookie bet situation on your hands. Well, and you need to trade him while his value is at his highest because the closer he gets to free agency, the less return you're getting. A la Mookie bet situation, yes. Yes. Um, so I can see Washington in play. Okay. Uh, I can see Chicago White Sox in play. I don't hate that. I could see... My pick's the Phillies. Strictly because of the relationship with Harper and the fact that he's only making 18.6. Um. They need a third baseman. They do. That lineup would be... I can make the argument that it's the second best lineup in the National League with him in that lineup. Yeah. Their pitching still scares me. Yeah. They have a lot of young, younger arms that haven't made the leap yet. And Arietta has been just a sinking oh, ship. He's been a mess since this last year in Chicago. Arietta really is making a ton of money off of a season and a half of work. Pretty much. It's like an Evaldi situation. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. You know, Arietta was the most mediocre pitcher in the big leagues when he was in Baltimore. And all of a sudden, he found yoga and, and fucking... Fucking yoga. With, with Pilates or whatever the fuck it was. Whatever he's the doing. thing with the string and the... With Zen Master Joe Madden. And, yeah. And some shit came together. But as soon as he left that situation, so, does his, so did his success. Yeah, I agree. Um, Philly's definitely a fit. I threw the Rangers out there in the article because, like, they got... They can sign him. Well, and, and what better way to... To put the seats... To people in the seats, exactly. Him and Gallo. Star, new ballpark. Him and Gallo grew up together, too. Yep. Can't discount that. Um, you ever hear the story about Gallo, Harper, and Brian playing together as kids? I heard that they were all on the same team. That's all I Gallo heard. Gallo was a catcher when he was a kid. Okay. And had to stop catching. Because Bryce Harper threw too hard. And he didn't want to do it anymore. Why he's pegged the chosen one, right? But you, could you just imagine us showing up with our team, with three, and having to deal with that bullshit on the other team? No, no. Fuck this! I'm going home. Maybe. I don't want to play anymore. You guys can win the tournament. We'll forfeit. We're just gonna, we're gonna just hang out and watch while you beat up the next. Yeah. Bulls. Fucking imagine all three of them with Beezers. Fuck. Harper's fucking voodoo Beezer. Oh, Fuck I off. had that bat. Fuck that. Fuck off. Andy, got anything to say about Bryant? Where do you think you can go? Besides the Mets, because the Mets, I think, could be uh, in play. The Mets could be in play. The Mets might not be in play, though, because Steve Cohen's out. It's true. 
Yeah, the words right out of my mouth. The Mets make perfect sense. They do. Myself as a lifelong Mets fan, we, we, we know not to get too excited about things. Is there any situation where the Mets have enough to trade for both Lindor and Bryant and pay them both? No. Do they have enough to trade for both? No. Could they pay for both? Yes. Ooh. They're both free agents the same year. We're, we're not going to pay. Ooh. Getting both is like me and you going to the moon tomorrow. Not happening. I, I mean, I'm sure I can make a phone call. Whoa, whoa. We've been to the moon. Yeah. We, we've been to the moon. Hence moon fruits. But let it be known. Me and Dan have been to the moon more than anybody. We, we, we've been there. We've been there. You're right. You're right. And he's been there on hit tracks as well. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, oh, big time. Boosted right? at twenty five percent. Fuck it. Well, the Mets get one of them. They have money, absolutely. Okay, so who makes the more? Fit? The, who, who's the, the better problem, fit? But the problem in free agency is, for the Mets to get a big name free agent, they have to overpay. They have to go all out. Because who wants to play for the fucking Wilpons? Nobody. No, nobody's coming. But that's the thing. The Mets will not overpay. They'll match a deal. What, what's the number we're saying for? What's the number? For which one, Lindor or Bryant? Lindor. Lindor's probably looking at 300, easy. Probably 325. You're going to see Lindor. Lindor's not going to make Machado money. Okay, well, Machado's 10 for 300. You're probably looking at Lindor of an 8 for 250. What did Rendon get? 280 for 5? 7 for 245. Okay, so that's a good one to base it off of. He got the same deal as Strasburg. Okay, so are we going to... We, can we put Lindor, Lindor's contract pretty much the same thing? Or is Lindor a little well, better than Lindor? The, the Mets say, we'll give you 250 It's going to be close. I think because he's a marquee position and not a corner guy, I think he gets a little bit more. But I, he doesn't approach Machado numbers because he's not a perennial potential two-position gold level. That's fair, that's fair. What were you saying, Andy? The, the Mets are going to have to overpay regardless. If, if, they're, if the number is 250 and there's three other teams to mix, the Mets are at the bottom of the list. The Mets need to at least pay 10, 15, no more. Okay, that's fair. So, back to the original thing. Which with... the Mets could do, and it would be worth it for the Mets. Oh, yeah, 100%. But do it. Back to the original thing I was saying. So, the Cubs don't pay Bryant. Are you, how many of the guys that I just mentioned... Are you keeping? Because Baez is going to want to shit fucking money. Which um, he probably... I mean... Baez is, is a weird yeah. case. Because he's always in the MVP conversation. But he's never going to get it. But he doesn't put up MVP numbers. He's just such an elite defender at multiple positions. That he's like a Machado, kind of. Where he's so valuable with the shit that you can't quantify. Okay, so what does a contract for him look like? It depends on how healthy he can stay and how productive he can continue to be. Because with Baez's swing, I don't know how long he can be effective. A lot of it's actually like it's, it's weird to say this, but it's a big toll on the body. Not only that, I mean, it's it's health and it's repeatability because that swing is not going to age well. Personally, I don't think it doesn't really age well from a bat to bat sometimes unless he's locked in. Right. And that being said, I think I think he's the type of guy you look at 
with potential to have a Jason Hayward contract. Oh, God. Where he gets $200 million and he's... Fizzles out year two. And he's a, gold, a perennial gold glove candidate, but he's below average offensively in a premier offensive position. I guess Hayward. it's just going to come down to which guys they value as well, opposed it, to Bryant. It's, it's not just which guys they value. Because Schwarber's gone. Schwarber you're going to see traded at some point. God, I hope he doesn't go to the Yankees. Fuck no. Oh, um, God. I can't fathom that. Anyway. Schwarber's getting traded. But they missed the boat on that. Schwarber should have been traded four years ago. When he, yeah. When he actually had value. Yeah. Now he's only got value to half the half the league because he's a DH. Yes. Um, he can't catch. He's a subpar left fielder. You really can't best. put him at first base. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I agree with that. Um, outside of Bryant, their most valuable trade asset is Wilson Contreras. Because he's an elite defender. So do you see them moving? Or do you try and... It all depends. If they come out of the gate flat, it could be a fire set. Yeah, that's, my, that's pretty much what I said in the, the blog I put. was like, if they, come, if they start off good, I could see them holding on to at least the deadline for Bryant. Mm. Maybe hold on to him if they're playing really well past the deadline. They have to be running away with a division. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Which I don't see their Neither do I. staff doing. Nope, neither do I. So, I mean, we, I mean, it's a really thing to talk about with the, for the Brew Crew. I mean, they're going to be, it's going to be, it's the twin, it's the, it's the Brewers of the Cardinals show. So, I don't, I don't think the Brewers have the pitching. It's fair. You know, Braun is fizzling out by the day. You know, Yelich is a stud. When's that guy free agent? I want to sign that motherfucker. But you lost, uh, you know, losing Moustakis. Hurts. Losing Grandal. Hurts. Lorenzo Cain didn't have a great year. Aging kind of poorly. Yeah. I, he's still an elite defender. I mean, like, aging on the batting side. Well, yeah, but... I mean, he really he wasn't was anything... Never, yeah. Not even not you say it, yeah. You know, and... I, I see the Brewers on a hard downtrend. Yeah. The only things... Yep. And bullpen, but like we talked about, bullpen is so, has been so overtaxed. Yeah, and that's why they've been so they've been good the last two years because of their bullpen. Yep. So, um, Andy, anything else on no, central? I think we pretty much hit it for that one. Okay. How about the West, I mean, there's not much to say because it's Mookie Wood now. There's the Dodgers. There's it's Mookie Wood, and it's that's it. I mean, they're, they're, the other teams are going to play baseball. They're not going to be Dodgers. They're not in the same. I, I I kind of feel bad because I really thought this would, prior to that trade, I really thought it would be the year where the Diamondbacks really got a chance to kind of overtake the division. The Marte Parte? But now it just kind of seems more and more. You know, and the Diamondbacks made a splash from Bum Run, though. Oh, yeah. but, and they traded for Marte. I know it's not that big of a splash, but still. Yeah, I mean. But Bumgarner was one of those guys where he was needed on that team. Yeah. Needed the experience. Needed that next level guy. Guy that's been there before, exactly, too. Exactly. And any rakes. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing him yeah. one in the pool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're a pretty young team, right? Dimebacks? 
Yeah. yeah. Moderately, yeah. Most part. So. Christian Walker took a step forward last year. I mean. Oh, he, if he was taking a step back, he was going to be uh, back in, playing in Japan. Back, oh, yeah, we're back in Reno. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cut and dry. This is a one- it's a one-horse race. It's a one-horse race. How many wins do they have to get this year? Because they're projected 101 or 102. I think the over on that. Uh, not by much. I'd say 106. I don't know. I. It's tough to win 101 games, level one. I think 101 is, I mean. They still have bullpen deficiencies. Now, Gratterall, whatever the fuck his name is, that was supposed to come to Socks goes there, so he probably yeah, opens I, the I league still here. See him as as Jarvis Familia 2.0. I'm really glad we had that discussion before the trade and it didn't go through. Thank you. Um, I see that guy as yeah, 101 mile an hour sinker is electric, but I look at Jordan Hicks and that dude threw 104, 105, and still gave up hits and still gave up hard contact. Because when you're when you throw a ball that moves like that, it's hard to throw it where you want it. The Dodgers over/under is a hundred and a half. Uh, I would take the over, but not by much. No, because <laughs> the the NL West is not competition for them. How about no. the Cardinals at eighty-eight and a half? A, they're always they didn't do anything in the offseason. They didn't do anything with the Mets at 86 and a half. That's about right. That's about right. They might have more wins than the Red Sox this year, honestly. That always is crush. So what's the Marlins over? Oh what's god. Oh good Christ. I'm gonna take a guess and say it's 50? 57? Oh. 62 and a half. Under. That's very generous. Taking the under there. What about the Orioles? Tell me they're going to go 62 and 100. 63 and 99 or what, 101? No, Orioles, 56 and a half. That's about that, right. That's about right. Yeah, they might struggle to get 55. Tigers. Detroit Tigers, 56 on the dot. Sheesh. God, good luck selling that to the fucking fan base. I don't even fucking know who's on the Tigers. No. The only guy Is you... Michael Fulmer back? Maybe. The He's only, a trade candidate. The only good guy they had was the... Traded to the Cubbies, who signed with the Reds, Castellanos. Yeah, that's it. That's the only relevant person I knew of. Oh, Cabrera's still there, but he's just a walking nice. burrito at this point. Yeah. How about the Diamondbacks at eighty-three? I mean, they have to play the Dodgers nineteen times. That's right. So you go what? Everybody's six gonna go and, six and thirteen. If that. pretty much. Best. There's one team. The Rockies are gonna give the Diamondbacks trouble. Not the Diamondbacks. I'm sorry, the Dodgers. The Rockies will give them trouble. Yeah. Because the Rockies just give everybody trouble at all. I can't imagine the Dodgers in Colorado, though. No. Good Christ. Yeah, but... It's a lot of home runs. Fuck. So, Andy. Seeing how you're the... You're both pretty big betters, but... You could say. Andy. What's your lock of the day tomorrow? Um, so, I'm going to take a look at college basketball. Okay. Now, when I bet collegiate sports, I do not care about statistics. I do not care about wins and losses, who's better on defense, offense, anything like that. Tell me you picked the mascot. Essentially, 
I do not care about X's and O's. Okay. I'm not an X's and O's guy. My system is pretty simple. Travel, weather, fan engagement. That's all I care about. Fan engagement. Okay. When do you get the most fan engagement? At home. At home. Unranked or lesser ranked home teams playing higher ranked or any ranked home team, uh, weight team for that matter. You see it time and time again. These are the biggest games of the year. They're all sellouts. Everybody goes crazy. Tomorrow, West Virginia plays Kansas. West Virginia will win that game. Okay. Fan engagement at an all-time high. Big win. Puts them at the top. Got to remember Kansas is losing, missing their best player. Due to no, the, I, I didn't even know that. I didn't even care. Oh, they're missing their best player. No X's and O's. Felt the need to grab a chair and almost mm-hmm. throw it at somebody. Mm. You think he was going to hit that guy with the chair, though? If there was no intervention, do you think he hit I think he was about to until he realized what he actually was yeah. doing. And he was like, and then the intervention happened. I might hit him with a chair. You're you. I am indeed. So, uh, do we have any final thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, I will say this. I fucking hit on Michigan, Penn State, and Kentucky parlay. <laughs> <laughs> bet three hockey dogs two of them hit and then the last game was postponed so you hit time out the ducks game was postponed it's in an arena it's in california the blues defenseman jay bowmeister collapsed on the bench and oh. they have canceled the remainder of the game that's unfortunate oh that God. is a problem well that's one thing to go off on okay yeah. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's not end on such a somber note. Let's go let's a little around let, the horn. Let's hope Jay Bo- Bowmeister's okay. First and foremost, you only get to sixty minutes, and we're at fifty-four for some reason. Yeah, mm. cut, cut you off in an hour. Let's go a little around the horn. By the way, I still miss Mookie Betts. If anybody gives a fuck, uh, you know who doesn't give a fuck? The you. Dodgers. Oh. Around the I miss Albert Pujols. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Okay. Around I'm the not going to get over it. Best player that will never make the Hall of Fame, but should make the Hall of Fame. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm not a borderline guy like this guy who will straight up never be in the Hall of Fame, but should be in the Hall of Fame. And you can count in current player or let's just say less. 10 years. In a, in a decade. Let, let, let's just go last 20 years. Do we say Bonds? In 2000. But I'm not Our talking Bonds about Bonds going to get in the Hall of Fame. Think you will? But no, no, no. Sooner I'm later. saying, like, don't, not even guys like that. Not even in the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Like, totally. No, no like, debatability. Like, halfway joking with these players. Like, statistics aside, like, you know, teammate on, on the field, off the field kind of guy. I mean, for me, it's uh, it's the easiest answer. Dustin Pedroia. There. Because uh, Dustin Pedroia was the fucking heartbeat of the Red Sox. For a long time. And a hell of a baseball player. Until he had ended up with the knees of an 88-year-old man. Or Frank. Oh, well. Is there a difference? Yeah. Eddie, who you got? I, I, don't, I don't know, because Pedroia was kind of on my list. Um, 
Can I say Nelson Cruz? You can say Nelson Cruz. I don't think he's going to get in, but he damn well should. Um, yeah, I mean. He's moved to the DH role now. He doesn't play the outfield anymore. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Nelson Cruz should play the outfield. The Texas Rangers would have a World Series. Yeah, so my pick's Nelson Cruz. Andy? on you, brother. You can say Cespedes if you want. We understand. I think he's going to go with Paul Duca. Oh. <laughs> let, me a, let me give you another good pick. I'll give you South Sino off the bat. Oh, <laughs> of course he is. Um, no more is not in the hole, is he? He's not. And there was a stretch those first six years where he was on pace too. Until I'd put him on there. The old steroids. Damn, two Red Sox. I didn't even pick him. Not that. Um, I mean, I got another one in, in Jimmy Edmonds. He should be in. He shouldn't. Ten and, times. Then, and there's another former Cardinal. Actually, I, I just got a good one in my head right now. Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland. Todd Helton. Todd Helton's going to get in. He'll get in. He'll get in? He'll get he in. He hasn't been out of the game long enough to qualify. Todd Helton's got 3,000 hits. He's in. He's in. Thumber's already retired. Good. Um. Oh, well... My favorite player. Cliff Floyd. Cliff, fuck off. <laughs> My favorite player. The bringer of rain. Well, I, I mean, yeah. He's not a Hall of Famer, but... He's a damn good player, let me tell you. Hall of Fame bat flipper. Oh, big You're time. goddamn right. Him and bats. No wonder why they were batted 2-3 in a lineup. Or another guy that found it late, but my God, the years he had. Chris Davis. Oh, God. <laughs> so, is that it? I think that's it. Andy? I think that's, that's it. it. I think we hit a lot of good stuff. All right, everybody. Well, that is the first episode of Moon Fruit Incorporated. Uh, I guess we're going to try and do this, what, every Tuesday? When in Rome. Fuck it. Let's just do it live. As we do. Andy, is that all you got? That's all we got, baby. That's all we got, baby? We'll be here next Tuesday. Until next Tuesday.